0: Today on Locked On Rockies, who are the free agent pitchers the Rockies could realistically get? Any of the big names? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today the eighth day of November in the year 2022 I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire Paul Holden bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the locked on podcast Network where you can find your team each and every single day and if your team is the Colorado Rockies well guess what you are in the right spot because that's what we do here every day on the locked on Rockies podcast we talk about the Colorado Rockies we are proud to be your first listen of the day and thank you for tuning in into the Locked On Podcast Network. Today on Locked On Rockies, we're going to talk about free agent pitchers. Who are the Rockies realistically able to get? Will the Rockies be able to bring any starting pitching depth? And a uh, fan favorite, unfortunately, has an option to decline, but that doesn't mean his uh, time with the Rockies is over. But Big, big issue facing the Colorado Rockies this offseason is starting pitching depth. We have seen a lot from some young guys. The farm system doesn't necessarily have the most exciting of options when it comes to the pitching prospects. And so we have to start asking ourselves... Who? What can the Rockies do to get better at pitching? How much do they really believe that we know they believe in those in three of their pitchers? We know the Rockies are committed to Herman Marquez, Kyle Freeland, Antonio Sensatella, at least via the contract. They extended a lot of them. They brought them in. They haven't traded them uh, with multiple opportunities to 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 move on from players like that. They could have traded them. They could have done things instead, offering extensions to them. So. Who could join the Rockies rotation? Well, you're not going to anticipate Degrom, Verlander, Rodon, and Syndergaard to come to the Rockies. Not let alone Kershaw, Evaldi. One of the names we've talked about before is Zach Greinke. Now, could that uh, could Carrasco Karas- get an in- an interesting option as well? Sure, there's plenty of interesting pitchers, but how much do you want to take a risk on a bunch of pitchers who are usually over the age of or approaching 35 and and, and are looking for maybe longer term deals, especially with some of these names? How much are the Rockies really willing to commit to some of these pitchers that they're bringing in? They haven't really been able to hold on to anybody for an extended period of time outside of pitchers that they've brought up and Marquez coming over in a trade. So can the Rockies actually entice all of these players to come in I don't think so. I don't think the Rockies are really going to be able to entice any of these big names to come in and pitch in Colorado unless they're willing to offer multi-year deals that match the money of some of these places. Now, someone like Granke might want to come in and, 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 and continue his career. He's bounced all over the place. I don't think he necessarily is too worried about where it is and 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 where he's pitching as more, where some of these other pitchers might be the, the the course field factor might be something that gets in the way and impacts uh the, the the process for these pitchers but when I look at these names really the one that I I, I believe coming uh that that would make sense would be someone like a Granky. I don't think you the the you're going to be able to 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 match or or go after. I don't see the Rockies. I'm looking at Sporttrack.com. Carlos Rodon's market value AAAV is sitting at 31 million dollars. Verlander at 41 million dollars. Degrom at 41 million dollars. I don't think anyone's going to pay that. But uh, when you're looking now, however, there there might be something like Nathan Navaldi could be an interesting option there for uh, for the Rockies and and what he was doing. He's some you know, it could be still someone that that might be going uh back into the Red Sox, might be trying to bring in, but when you, these names and and then all of these, uh, uh there's just so many. It's a, it's, a, it's a question of how much are the Rockies really going to spend and will are, are, and are willing to, to, to go forward. That's really what it's going to take to bring someone in. The Rockies are going to have to commit a, a ton of money. To a big name and I I just don't necessarily think that's going to happen. I don't think money alone is going to be enough to convince some of the best in the business to, to, to come in and pitch at uh, at Coors Field but uh, let's take a look at some of Purple Rose suggestions of Rockies of potential targets for the Rockies uh, that might be a little bit on uh, the lower the lower cost they they might be able to build some depth and go after and, and get veteran uh, MLB experience here Kenneth Weber is uh, writing this five low cost starting pitching options for the Rockies this offseason Herman Marquez and Kyle Freeland are a fine beginning for a major league staff, but Antonio Senzatela's August knee injury will likely keep him out until at least the second half of the season. Until then, Ryan Feltner and presumably Austin Gomber will anchor the back end of the rotation with the options for the fifth starters up in the air. There are internal depth options that could provide a solution, but they are far from sure bets. For years, Peter Lambert and Ryan Rolison have had a seat reserved for them, but have been noticeably absent due to injury after both suffered lost seasons in 2022. Expecting either to finally become a part of the rotation from the outset of next year seems like an ill-advised course of action so reinforcements are once again needed. The Colorado front office already acknowledged this last season with the acquisitions of Chad Kuhl and Jose Areña, and could convincingly bring both back in 2023. While each had their moments in purple pinstripes, they are not the only options on the market that could fill a short-term role for the organization. With that in mind, let's take a look at the you got five options here. So Martin Perez in 32 games started last year, 196 inning pitch, Perez finished with a 2.89 ERA, 169 K, 69 walks, and a 136 ERA plus. No pitcher entering free agency earned themselves a larger payday in 2022 than Martin Perez. A former top prospect as a farmhand of the Texas Rangers, Perez largely underwhelmed in his first 10 seasons in the majors. After short stints with the Minnesota Twins and Boston Red Sox, he produced a career year in his return to Texas last season with a sub-3 ERA over the fifth most innings in the American League. A soft-tossing lefty that featured a sinker predominantly last year, Perez will be 32 next season and has a limited track record of of success. That profile could keep him with within Colorado's price range, albeit as the high end option and likely on a one on a multi year commitment. The interesting thing about Perez in that is that I believe I was reading today from Locked On, uh, host of uh, Locked On MLB on uh, Locked On Rangers. Uh, there were talks weren't really going anywhere. Haven't really started between Perez. And the Rangers, so that the, the door could be opening for Perez. Someone bouncing back after a, a career year might be wanting to stay in the in the place that uh, helped him get there, place that drafted him, and and, and place that wanted to that 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 he had some success in last season before moving on to a place like Colorado. But an option again, someone that's been in the league for a while that's had a lot of opportunities that have been able to do things uh, there. Now can uh, can can maybe come in and, and continue to impress with the Rockies. So something maybe to, to track there. Zach Eflin is another option. 2022 season, 13 games started, 75 in 75 and two thirds inning pitched a 404, a 4.04 ERA, 65 strikeouts, 15 walks, and a 101 ERA plus. Fresh off a long postseason run, the Phillies, where he tossed seven consecutive scoreless appearances out of the bullpen, Zach Elfin is set to hit the market before his age 29 season. Having worked as a starter for most of his career, Eflin was moved back to the bullpen during the stretch run last season of positive results. While transitioning the bullpen may leave some questions to his future role, his track record suggests he could still be stretched out as a starter. Like Perez, Zach Eflin is a sinker baller that will likely demand a multi-year investment, but has posted an ERA plus at or above league average each of the last four Four seasons, and that gives you an interesting option as well. If you're going with someone like that, that that has the experience of both starting and bullpen, if it doesn't quite work out as the starter, as the Rockies are potentially doing with Austin Gomber now, you are you could add a pretty solid piece into your bullpen. Someone that has bullpen experience, someone that's had success in the bullpen, and someone that was successful out of the bullpen in the, on the biggest stage. So that could be a, another option for the Rockies there multi-year commitments again it's it's i don't i don't hate a two three-year deal i don't i don't necessarily i'm not against uh the uh something like that hesitant with with some of these pitchers to commit too too long i wouldn't do anything more than three years i really would do two with a player option for a third that would be my type of plan to approach some of these pitchers as uh, you're hopefully trying to add depth through your development but uh We'll see if the Rockies do that here. Savano Sanchez is in the live chat. Just like all of you can be, you can check in and uh, ask your uh, questions and jump into the live chat when you subscribe and follow Locked on Rockies on YouTube. And that's uh, when you can know that we go live. And... uh, Let's dive into some more starting pitching options for the Rockies to see what they might be able to do. But before we do that, gotta tell you about some of the folks that help make the show possible. And that includes Bet Online. Betonline.net is the spot for all your sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. In fact, it's your number one spot. For all that information, why? Well, they have the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Doesn't matter what the sport is, they have it all. From football, basketball, soccer, and of course they got the esports. So you know that you can get in on all your esports action, your League of Legends, your Overwatch 2, your Call of Duty, all that good stuff you can find at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcast, you can find those at betonline as well. It's the fastest, it's the easiest, and all you need to do to get your betting fix is head to betonline.net. You can head to the website, betonline.net today, or use your mobile device to learn more. That's at betonline.net. Remember, you can even jump in, do some live betting, get in on some of the action as well. And uh, you know, just because the, the 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 baseball season is over doesn't mean you can't go check out some of the future bets that will be coming to Bet Online as well. All right, uh, make sure that you head over to BetOnline.net, Bet Online, where the game starts. We're talking starting pitching here on locked on Rockies today, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. And uh, Stefano Sanchez says Bassett is a free agent. Chris Bassett last year, 3.2 war 15 and nine record, a 3.42 ERA with uh, 30 starts, 181 innings, 167 strikeouts as well. Been in the league since 2014 and was uh, pitching with the Mets last year. Uh, it could be a interesting option for the Rockies. That's a a, a pretty solid opportunity for the Rockies. Now you're looking at uh, the market value here on Sport Track of, of twenty million dollars. Bassett's probably going to be in the same type of case where looking for uh, uh, one a nice little bump in pay due to performance and and things of that nature, and probably a couple of uh, a, a multi year deal as well he's uh someone that is it isn't gonna come cheap for the rockies you compare his uh that's about uh we were talking about a zach Eflin there here as mentioned by purple road there his market value is sitting in the 13 uh million dollar re- uh range perez doesn't have one listed but there is something that uh you have to consider there especially when chad cool was sitting on a three million dollar deal uh and uh that that's something that uh you know, again, and and uh, Jose Ureña not even making a million dollars. So it, it really is going to determine how much money the Rockies are going to or are going to be willing to spend. And, and, and just if you're seeing, when you see those $20 million, when you see those big contracts, you get a little hesitant, uh, especially when you're, you, the Rockies just aren't going to be able to compete with some of the, of the bigger bo- pocketbooks out there. Let's head over here, uh, back to Purple Row here. Kenneth Weber, five low-cost starting pitching options for the Rockies this offseason. Matthew Boyd in uh, 2022, doesn't start any games, only pitched 13 in the third innings, 13 strikeouts, 8 walks, 282 ERA+. A former ace for the Detroit Tigers, Boyd signed a one-year deal with the Giants after undergoing surgery in September 2021. Unfortunately, Boyd suffered a setback with a flexor strain in June and never made it to the mound with the Giants. He signed with his hometown Seattle Mariners after his release and ended the season pitching out of the bullpen for the M's. Although his career suggests little more than a league average hurdler, Boyd does offer appeal as a harder throwing lefty with a wipeout slider and a knack for racking up strikeouts. After missing most of the 2022 season, the cost of for gambling on him will likely not be substantial. I love it. I mean, it's an interesting option. I, I think Boyd could be a low cost someone that could be come to Colorado, use his strengths, and and, and take into the uh, uh, the opportunity there uh that that would be a really interesting option i mean the rock and boyd not having a ton of time but with a really good uh, mariners team last year at pitching especially out of the bullpen boyd i really like the the opportunity of of these these signings being also pieces you could add into your bullpen both both boyd and Eflin give you those types of pitchers they might not want to do that but if things aren't going well as a starter you could rely on them being solid relief pitchers and solid depth into your bullpen it kind of gives you a fallback plan and gives you an extra option if you want to go a different direction or maybe you bring in multiple arms and multiple opportunity or multiple pitchers who knows that 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 could be really really interesting and boyd uh you know again there's uh stuff with movement and, and, and even if you're we're not, even if he is just average if he's good enough if he's if he's a a, a decent pitcher for the Rockies that's going to help they need good consistent pitching Uh, Another option that they they have here is uh, Johnny Cueto, a longtime ace for the Cincinnati Reds. Cueto has aged well in the second half of his career. 24 games started, 158 in a third innings pitch, 3.35 ERA, 102 strikeouts, 33 walks, and 118 ERA+. plus. After his lucrative deal with the San Francisco Giants expired, Cueto signed a one-year pact with the White Sox last year and produced his best season since 2018. Entering his age 37 seasons, Cueto's velocity and strikeouts are down significantly from his peak seasons, but he still avoids hard contact and walks while getting hitters to chase outside of the strike zone. It may not be the most electric options on the market, but the Rockies could do much worse at the back end of the rotation. Exactly that, right there—the back end of the rotation. These are the more likely pitchers the Rockies are going to go after. They aren't going to go after people that they need ones and twos or threes. They are really going to be looking for people to fill in the back end. As frustrating as that map. That might be and not exactly what you're hoping for and looking for from the rockies uh, when it comes to adding on and improving their pitching that's most likely what is going to happen michael lorenzen's the final one here 18 games started 97 and two-thirds inning pitch 4.24 era 85 strikeouts 44 walks and 95 era plus Sporting a four-pitch mix, Lorenzen produces a 50% ground ball rate and has a high spin rate profile with multiple fastballs to go with the slider and change up for his off-speed offerings, each being utilized around 20% of the time last season. Injuries have been a concern in his career, which prompted the Cincinnati Reds to use him out of the bullpen for most of his career. However, he did spend the entire season in the rotation for the Angels last season, but still missed two months in the middle of the season with a shoulder strain. While, it was strained. while this is certainly a red flag for any team, this could also be what keeps his price tag modest enough for the Rockies there you go Uh, more in depth if you want to go check it out on purple row there but that kind of sums up the situation the position where the Rockies are and how they're most likely going to approach this free agency when it comes to pitching affordable guys that they might be able to take a flyer on might be able to take a risk on and might be able to come out of the bullpen We'll dive into the live chat, and we'll talk about the Rockies moving on from one pitcher in just a moment. But first, check this out. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, that's what we do here. We are talking Rockies baseball each and every single day. We were talking about lots of starting pitching options for the Rockies throughout the show. And uh, Stefano Sanchez says "Sunny Gray. Gray. That's an interesting one, too. I mean, someone that's had uh, an interesting career, an interesting uh, uh, option. But uh, as of yesterday, the Twins have picked up Sonny Gray's option. So I believe Sonny Gray will be pitching for the Twins next year. And uh, Nicholas Duvall says, hi, Paul. Hello to you, Nicholas. Wonder if they'd go after a guy like Hader. (laughs) If the Rockies are going to spend a lot of money, it's most likely going to be on a position player. Now, I, I they, they they might be in the mix. They might be wanting to go after, after someone like that and really add to the bullpen, but I think the Rockies are going to first and foremost put their money towards addressing the starting pitching issues before adding bullpen pitching. I think it's much more likely you see the Rockies try to go after a couple of those names we listed or a couple of those people uh, that... Uh, are lower on the market that can also come out of the bullpen I I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the Rockies approach to trying to figure out how who they want to sign and who they want to go after when it comes to free agency this year it really just is going to come down to how much money are the Rockies really willing to spend on free agents and commit to that the Rockies have spent more money they've put a lot of money towards Chris Bryant there's there's It's an interesting spot with with the way the Rockies have been willing to commit to players and go after some of these free agents and and extend players. So they know that they need to fix these issues with the pitching. How aggressive will they be on fixing it when it comes to free agency? I don't know. They might still be hoping for depth. They might still be hoping for injuries to work out for Lambert and Rollison. Who knows? But the Rockies really are going to need some depth because the, the, I, I keep forgetting how late in the season that Senza's injury happened. The Rockies are going to be dealing with that for most of the season last year. Senza will not be ready until uh, until well into the season next year. So that is something the Rockies also have to keep in mind. Uh, speaking of player options and such, the Rockies have declined the option for Scott Oberg. Not really too much of a surprise there. Oberg was still with the team, still so working with the team and unfortunately needs to figure out I don't believe he, he was ever cleared or anything had developed in in, in in terms of him having the ability to play again, uh, which would be, if, if he did have the ability, I'd like to see him pitch for the Rockies again because, man, that is just something that uh, the, the Rockies definitely missed out on. And, uh, man, he really would have been something, I think, that uh, I, I, it, it, it's someone that I think really could have 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 made an impact and a change for this Rockies bullpen and as we have already read and already saw from earlier before this season he was already planning post playing days so uh, Scott Oberg uh, unfortunately that uh, option officially declined there by the Rockies. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Stefano and Nicholas, thank you so much for joining in on the live chat, which you can do if you subscribe to Locked on Rockies on YouTube. That's how you know when we go live. You can hit the little bell. That's when you know the notification goes that tells you that we're live. And uh, if you follow Locked on Rockies on Twitter and me on Twitter, you'll uh, stay up to date with what we're doing on the Twitter sphere. And uh, Stefano asked before we close, Johnny Cueto or Martin Perez? I would say Martin Perez. If you had the choice between the two of them, Perez could be a more interesting option. But both of those would be great options for the Rockies. I would imagine the Rangers are going to try to bring Perez back after a career year. And there's going to be some teams interested in Cueto. And I'll still say Tyler Anderson would be a pretty solid sign for the Rockies. But he played himself into some more money as well. Stay up to date with all things sports with the Locked On Sports Today pod podcast you can also stay up to things up to date with Colorado sports with the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche and Locked On Nuggets podcast. And folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.